Welcome to the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. I am Allison Katzkowski, your host. Thank you so much for tuning in to check out exactly what we're talking about. Self-care means so many things to people. It's one of the reasons I decided to start this show. And you'll hear self-care discussed from a number of different angles in this space. I am grateful to have you with me, and I hope you get a lot out of what I'm going to share with you today. Hey there, everybody. It's Allison Katzkowski. Thank you for tuning into this edition of the Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. Um, I am excited that you are with me on this Tuesday morning. Um, so I am super excited about my guest today. I, as you guys know, for those of you that have followed me for a while, you know, I always talk about how great it is to have a conversation with somebody who is also in the health, fitness or wellness space. But today I think I hit the double jackpot because not only do I have someone who is also a coach in the health, fitness and wellness industry, but this guy is also a former competitor, which is sort of like a shadow of my former competitive career. For those of you that are that don't know and maybe aren't familiar, I did spend 10 years in the competitive fitness and bodybuilding space. Um, that was really before I started my business years ago. And I always enjoy having conversations um, with people who are also in that space as well. So my guest today is Martin Pig. He is based in Orlando, Florida. And we're going to have a really interesting conversation today about a lot of different things. Martin, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Allison. It's a pleasure. And I will say this. I'm not a former competitor. I'm a current competitor. Right. You are. I'm the former one. You're the current one. It's great to be with you. Yeah, absolutely. So why don't you tell my audience a little bit about you and, and your work and what you do, um, especially I know before we got on the air here and we were talking about, you know, we're, we're both like feel like we're really in a position to really inspire people over 50, right, to do something different about their health and their fitness. That's absolutely correct. Yes. Yeah, it, it's uh, for me, and I know obviously for you, and, and I, I think I believe you and I are kind of similar, at least in uh -huh. terms of our our um, our ages, it's important for us to be out in the world, being healthy and giving up, a, a, and it's uh, positive vibes about it doesn't really matter what your age is in terms of yes. improving your life, in terms of making yourself healthier, you know. Getting into the gym, I'm a big believer in resistance training, you know, Absolutely. But even, even if it's not that, if it's just walking, getting out and being, being active. And, and so, you know, I try to live that lifestyle every day. And so on that aspect, you know, I'm somebody who is in the gym working with a trainer. I have a, a great coach five days a week and doing really a lot of strenuous bodybuilding, but I, I have kind of two parts to me because really what I do for a quote unquote living is, as you and I talked about, I'm, you know, mindset coach and author, uh -huh. a coacher and a speaker. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. And I really, my area of emphasis is helping people find and live their purpose in life. I love it. Well, if you think about it though, health and fitness in some way, shape or form, it's going to look different for everybody, depending on, you know, where you are in life, depending on you know, what you're dealing with at the time, physical elements or whatever, that's really going to look different for everybody. So I think, you know, really being able to speak into that is key. So once we do that, I personally believe that that really helps us find more of our purpose in life. Well, that's an interesting take on that, Allison. I, you know, I, you know, I know this, you're supposed to be interviewing me, but I'd love to hear your take on that. Now, what you think <laughs> about that? Well, I just, I personally believe I'll just, I'll just, you know, I, I teach, I, I'm a faculty at a small women's college here in Raleigh, Meredith College. I've been there almost 24 years. I'm just an adjunct, which is a fancy way of saying part-time. But one of the things I always tell my college students is that 
the most successful people in the world are physically active. You know, they're in some type of regimen that works for them. And it's those people who feel more fulfilled and called to live according to their purpose, in my opinion. Now, I'm not talking just the super financially successful people. I'm talking people that you know in your life that you consider to be successful. They're all physically active, and that's not an accident. Well, I I think, I don't know if you've heard this quote, and it's so appropriate. Uh, It's how you do anything is how you do everything. Yep. And so for me, in my own personal experience and some of my my clients I've worked with and, and gotten people involved in and and really I'm I'm biased about resistance training. I just think weights are the way to way absolutely to do it. but I uh what I realized from my own journey is that everything that I learn from lifting weights and training and having that regimen has transferred over into other areas of my life. My absolutely. Work, my uh-huh. work is so much better because of the work I did in the gym. I'm more yep. disciplined. Yep. I mean, I'm more structured. I have, I have a ton of confidence and courage that I've gotten through lifting weights. So I'm always trying to get people to, and you know, you talk about purpose mm-hmm. when, when, when you want to pursue a purpose in life, say you believe you have a purpose, but you don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I know from my own standpoint, when I've started you know, trying to find my purpose in life. And then when I found it, didn't have the courage to necessarily go after it. After uh-huh. I started, after I started training and gaining all of this confidence and courage from that, yeah. it just transferred over to the place yeah. where now I go out and talk to crowds all the time. I write books on purpose yeah. and things like that because yeah. of what happened to me in the gym. Yeah. Yeah. And that's very interesting that you explain it like that, because I think for someone out there listening, maybe who has had real trouble sticking with something or somebody out there. I I talk to a lot of people almost daily. Well, I'm just not really a gym person, Um, you know, and so my rebuttal to that is, okay. well, you don't have to be a gym person, but you can like what the gym can do for you. No, I think that's really that's really important. I I will tell you this. I'm kind of think along the lines that you do, but I will tell you that I've had people come up to me because I train five days a week and I train very hard and, um, but I don't train like my training sessions with my coach, they last for an hour. Yeah. So I go in, I train hard, maybe 30, 30, 45 seconds between sets. I'm going, it's moving, but I'm training hard. But my, my point is that I have people come up to me and talk about how much fun I have in the gym. Yeah. And, and it's not about fun. And so they say, well, how did you get to the point where you train five days a week? And I say, because I started with the first day. Yeah. And then I did it the next day. And then I did it. And the thing about it is when I started, when I started going to the gym and lifting, it wasn't like I fell in love with it immediately. I just was doing it. And then after a while, it just became who I was. Oh, yeah. I go to the gym because I go to the gym. That's what I don't even it's not even a conscious thing. Every Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Saturday at a certain time, I go to the gym. I don't think about it. I don't think about it. It's not like, but but that's what I do. So I I just I just have people listen, don't set your don't set your um, your your goal so high that, you know, you just got to be passionate about it. You got to be loving. No, just put your tennis shoes on, lace them up, go to the gym. Next day, go to the gym go to the gym three, four times a week, just keep going. You know, the university of college of London said that it takes 66 days 
for a habit to be installed. And so yeah. if you just do it for enough amount of time and you start to re- see results, then it, it just becomes a self-rewarding thing and you just continue to do it. Yeah. Well, and I, I personally believe too, and I, I preach this to anybody who will listen, that, um, you know, you're talking so much about all the benefits of strength training, aside from what we know strength training does for us from a scientific standpoint, right? Like building more muscle, getting stronger, it's good for our bones, et cetera, et cetera. But what I always like to say, one of the best side effects, I call it, is from lifting weights is, is that it it makes you more adapt to handle challenges in life. Because the way you handle your challenges in the gym is a mirror reflection of how you handle your challenges in life. I think that's so important. And I've got a great, um, great story about that. Because when I, when I started training with my new coach, Marcelo, and um, he's this IFBB pro bodybuilder. He's an amazing man, and and but he's very big on mindset. And so uh-huh. I came into the the relationship with Marcelo from the standpoint of I had some fears about maybe could if I pushed myself too hard this way or whatever I could injure myself and what have uh-huh. you. So I, I had those things operating in my brain, and so there were a couple of times where he would I would get down on a bench. And I'd go to do something and I tore my, I tore my rotator cuff last year and I had surgery. Oh. So um, I worked back through that and everything was fine. But, you, you know, I, I'll give you an example. Two weeks ago, I'm on a bench press and it's just, it's a, it's a Smith machine press. Right. And I told him before we were going to do, I said, Marcelo, I don't do this because I was doing this when I tore my shoulder. And he just went after me with mindset uh-huh. stuff. He's like, you focus on the the movement, you get the fear out of your brain. And so what happens is I go into that movement. I sit down, I I just clear my mind. I've got to do 15 reps. And so I know I got to do 15 reps. I just block all of the fear out, clear my mind, focus on the movement and my breath. I did this thing. Yeah. And and I felt great. And so then what the, how that translates is then you say to yourself, where else is my mind shutting me down? Where, you know, what what else? What else am I not doing? Well, what really what you could ta- get hurt. Right. Well, what you're talking about is what I see, what I talk to a lot of people about almost every day. And in my in my own work with my own coach is that we base a lot of our present day experience on what has happened in the past. That's where right. our brain wants to take us the majority of the time. So when we're faced with the opportunity to do something different, you know, a new opportunity, a new challenge, a new something or other, you know, a new something in your business or whatever the first place that our mind will go is a bad experience that we've had in the past. Well, the last time this is what happened, you know? And so, you know, I think to your point, I think a lot of people stop themselves right there. Yeah. You're so right, Allison. And the thing about it is for me, and this is, this was happening a couple of months ago with a situation with Marcella was working with me in the gym. You know, I was, I don't know what you, what your thing about leg days. I hated leg days. Yeah. I hated leg days. I've got good legs, but I hated yeah. leg days. Yeah. So here we, you know, and he would get on me. And so finally I just decided to say, you know what? I'm going to love leg days. Yeah. I'm going to celebrate leg days. I'm going to change my mindset about leg days. And well, I you go just, in and you're I, just making a decision to like, yeah, it. And, yeah. And I love them now. And I go yeah. in and it's like, it's where does our mind stop us in what areas of our life are right. we holding ourselves back? Yes. I love that. And I think too, to your point about decisions, I think one of the biggest you know, lessons that we can learn because, you know, every day we make decisions, 
I mean, let's just put the gym aside for a minute. Every day and everything that we do, we're making decisions. The beauty of it is, is that once we make a decision, then we'll have the opportunity to make another one and another one and another one. And if we don't like it, guess what? You can make another one. So other than just being okay with making the decision, you got to love the reason why you're making the decision one way or the other. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah, And and one of the books, uh, there was a book by an author, J. Martin Coey wrote uh, your greatest power. The book, basically in a nutshell, your greatest power is the power to choose. Yeah. We can always choose another thought. We can always choose a better Uh, thought. We can always choose a happier thought. I agree 100%. And there was a, I heard a quote the other day. uh, You're, you're only one, you're only one thought away from a happier life. You're only one thought away from a a sadder life, but uh, you're just, it's just one thought away. So it's, mind is so crucial. And, you know, in my work and, and it's sometimes it's a challenge for me because, you know, I'll, I'll deal with some people, I'll deal with folks who have real challenges in life. And so I, when I work with them, you know, they don't see a lot of fun in their lives. They don't have a lot of passion for things. I think honestly, and this is kind of taking us away from the gym stuff, yeah, but I think one of the things, and and I'm I'm big on passion and the importance of having a passion. Totally. For your audience, what I would say is that we have what I call in this world one of the most one of the a terrible ailment. And I call it PDT, PDD, and that's passion deficit disorder. And oh, what I, I mean by it. that, what I mean by that is, how many times? How I can't tell you how many times I've walked up to people or I talked to my coaching clients. What are you passionate about? No, nothing. I go to work and whatever. I just want to jump out of my skin because for yeah. me, pa- having a passion for something is what drives me. Absolutely. You know, and so, so, so many of us just don't have any passion about anything that we do. Well, so- I think we just get used to living life on repeat. You know, we're just, it's like, we just kind of hit rewind, you know, I'm going to date myself when I say this, but it's like, you're putting a cassette tape into the cassette player, right? And you're just hitting rewind. That's what so many of us do every day. You know, we get up, we go to work, we have our meals, we speak to the same people, we have the same conversations, we do the same things, you know, and then we wonder months or years down the road, wow, I really thought I'd be in a different place by now, right? Right, right. And it's interesting, too. I was having a conversation with one of my coaching clients today. Yep. Super successful CEO, mm-hmm. just has done really well in life. And, but he's a, he's a closet magician, loves yep. magic, has loved yep. it since he was 10 years old. Yeah. So I've been coaching him for, I actually kind of coached myself out of a job because he wanted to quit his job and I got him there faster than he thought he would be, but that's another thing. (laughs) Anyway, so he and I were having a call today and um, we were talking about him and he wants to be on the speaking circuits and we were talking about incorporating some of his magic into to his speeches and he loves magic. He's so Uh passionate about it, but he never does it, right? Uh We're having a conversation about this. And we started talking about his magic and he just lit up. Yeah. And I said to him, I won't use his name. I said, you know, we have all of these conversations and the only time you ever are this joyous, this happy, this bubbly, this effervescent is when you talk about magic. Yeah. Because you go and you, 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 you go back to when you were a kid and you, you figured out that this is something you were loved and fascinated by and wanted to do. And it got you so excited. He can't, he smiles ear to ear when he talks about magic. And I said, and yet you never do your magic. You have this thing that you never do. And I said to him today, I said, listen, if you, if you pursued this passion with intention, 
and you did this and it brought you joy, it would make every other area of your life better. Your marriage, your work, everything yeah. you do would be better if you would just embrace this one passion yeah. and do it with intention. And so I see people just kind of sleepwalking through life. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Come on, a wake lot of up. people do it. In fact, I would, I would argue that probably a majority of people, that's how they live. And it's really, it's really kind of sad because when we think about, you know, the last two and a half years as we've come out of the pandemic. And we think of people who have been homebound or people who have had their worlds upended for one reason or another, you know, and you think it's just really sad. You would think now that people would be embracing living. And so I really feel so called now, and as I'm sure you do too, to really not just be the example, but to let them know, hey, you can give yourself permission, right? It's okay. So I've got a cool invitation for you. Ever since the pandemic turned the health and fitness and wellness industry on its collective head, what I'm feeling called to do now is to help health and fitness entrepreneurs build and innovate and grow in their businesses. And I've opened up a brand new community on Facebook, and I would love for you to come over and join me there. So if you are a business owner, if you are working on a brand new idea, if you're developing a new product, or if you're feeling called to serve at a higher level within the health and fitness and wellness space in the collective, I want to invite you to come over and join me there. Join me over in my Innovate and Grow for fitness and wellness professionals in the coaching space on Facebook. I would love to have you there. We've got lots of really fun things going on in there. I've got my weekly live show that I do every Wednesday at noon where I give away real informative business tips, the real stuff, folks. This isn't just some cheesy sales strategy. Come over and join me and innovate and grow for fitness and health wellness entrepreneurs on Facebook so that you don't miss any of the action. I will see you there. Oh, I think that's so important. And, you know, it's hard and I, and I don't get into the, the uh, political stuff in any of this, but I will tell you that COVID really woke me up in yeah. terms of the, what, what we were willing to allow other people to yeah. um, have influence us about. And yeah. I just, I just want to be able to say to people, look, COVID was a wake up call. You understand that you, you're not going to be able to, to count on other people to do, to live your life for you. You've got yeah. to live your life. What do you want to do? What's your purpose? What passions do you have? Take more control of yeah. your life. That's yeah, what I love I'm it. About. Take I love more it. control of your life. I love it. So, so you, you sort of come up with a really unique principle. You call it the pig principle, which I think is hilarious because it's a play on your name. And you, you use that to talk about helping people find their purpose. So tell me about that. Well, I love the pig principle because it's something that I have used in my life and has gotten me to this point where I live my purpose every day. And I will, I will tell you, I will preface it by saying this to you, that I think, it's, I think the pursuit of a purpose is the wrong pursuit. And what I mean by that is that, you know, if you want to find a purpose, it's, it's kind of like Thomas Jefferson wrote, in the Declaration of Independence of Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, Thomas Jefferson was wrong. You should never try to pursue happiness. Happiness is an ideal. You're never going to pursue it. I mean, well, you're never it's, going it's to get it. It's a state of being, too. But yeah, I mean, but it's an ideal, the pursuit yeah. of happiness. It's right. kind of like with the pursuit of a purpose. So with the pig principle, what I do is don't pursue your purpose, pursue your passion. And if you pursue your passion, your purpose will find you. That's the way I've, it's always worked for me. 
And so with the pig principle, uh, the pig principle is when you pursue your passion with intention and gratitude, your passion will either become your purpose or lead you to it. And when you live with grace, you help other people find and live their purpose. So what that means is you've got four energies, passion, intention, gratitude, and grace. Now, passion is finding the one thing that inspires you above all other things. Intention is the energy of what you do and who you connect to. Gratitude is gratitude for the journey and your blessings along the way. And then grace is moving through the world with love for yourself and others and generosity in the offering of your time, talents, and network to help other people find and live their purpose. So that's in a nutshell what the pig principle is. And that's what I've lived for the last 20 years. And that's uh-huh. what, and the wonderful thing about it is, and I, this is why I don't, I don't want your audience to discount pa- how important passion is. So, you know, passion, obviously in my experience, in my working with my, my clients and in and, and other people, conversations, I know that if you pursue your passion with intention, you will find your purpose or your yeah. purpose will find you. So, but I understand that, but here's another thing about passion that people don't think about. I, for, I went through a seven, probably a seven year period of time where uh, my dad was starved to death in a hospital in Texas. My mom died from a pulmonary embolism in my arms unexpectedly. Oh wow! And then um, I took three years of grieving the loss of my mom, my world collapsed. Then I got involved in a relationship where a, a woman um, that, that I was together with for three years um, had an affair and it was a horrible thing and a, a really tough thing to go through. My point about that is, I had a passion and a purpose through that whole thing. And what carried me through all of that was my passion. Because passion is one of those things that people, you know, people start to think, well, maybe I just do it because it'll be fun. No, passion will change your life. Passion will get you through the hardest things you have to go through. Well, it just, it gives you, it just, I don't want to, I won't call it a security blanket. That's probably not the right, the right term for it, but it really gives you kind of that X factor, right? So it makes it, you know, easier for you to deal. Cause I mean, it, look, it's really easy every day when everything's going well to be happy and excited and, oh, I found my purpose. Right. And all that, but it's, it's on the days and this, and your story illustrates my point perfectly on the days when you don't feel like anything's going your way. Right. When you feel like the world's against you, nothing's going right, you know, whatever, you know, I mean, we've all had days like that. When you know, when you have a passion and you're really clear on what that is, that in and of itself will get you through those difficult days. Oh, that's so true. I mean, you know, case in point um, yesterday, Allison, I had a, I had a horrible day. I had a really hard day. It was very yeah. frustrating. It was all like technology related. So I, yeah. was like, you know, <laughs> I was about to throw my computer out the window. But anyway, I hear you. I've had days like that, too. What did I do? I went to the gym. Yeah. I like, OK, I shut my computer down. I went to the gym and trained that, yeah. because I have a passion for that. And yeah. that was something I did to your point. Yeah. That, that you know, pulled me out of that funk. And guess what? Yeah. I, went, I went back after it was over with. I sat down and I figured some stuff out. Yeah. So it just it becomes. It's not just about the gym for you. It's like I said before, it's what the gym does for you. That's what you've embraced really as your passion. And it's evolved into this much larger message that you've kind of called the pig principle with which I think is brilliant. Well, and it's the other thing. It's the other thing about it is that I'm also a commercial pilot. Yeah. So I actually do fly airplanes. And so uh, airplanes are, you know, I have these passions and this is yeah. airplanes are one of them. Yeah. My point is, if I look back on my life, 
the last 30 years, I can, I can at periods in my life tell you that I had a certain passion for certain something that gave my life some meaning and gave my life a lot of enjoyment. And so I'm always, you know, I was a champion tennis player. I was a six handicap golfer. I was da, 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 da. But I've always found something that meaningful yeah. in the pursuit of a passion. That's really what it's all about at the end of the day. You know, I mean, if, if and maybe for people out there listening, maybe it's gardening, maybe it's taking sure. a walk, maybe it's listening to music, maybe it's journaling, maybe it's travel, maybe it's, you know, organizing your house. I don't know, I'm making stuff up here, but, but it's, you know, it really doesn't matter what it is. It's like, you want to look at really what, number one, what it helps you create in your life. And number two, how it really makes you feel. No, that's, that's so true. Now, I will tell you this though, and, and it's part of the pig principle because, you know, I, I tell people that, you know, if you don't know what you're passionate about, you know, throw a lot of potential passions against the metaphysical metaphorical wall. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, figure out, okay, let's try this. Nope. Okay. That did, let me try this. Oh yeah. yeah I like this. This yeah. is fun. Yeah. You know, and so the thing about it is when you, when you find a passion that becomes the pursuit with intention, there's a good chance that that passion will become something that uh, you do with your, you do with your life. Yeah. And so that, that's why I love passion because every passion has the potential to be a transformative experience. Yeah. yeah. Not just for you, but for the people that you spend time with too. Right. Right. Yeah. Boy, what I find is like when, when we're, when I'm doing my retreat experiences, you know, it's, they're very impactful for the people who join me but I'm transformed as much as they are because I'm in the moment with them. Oh, that's absolutely true. Allison. Yeah. Absolutely true. Yeah. So let's say someone out there is listening to our conversation and they're thinking, wow, this sounds, this is a really cool concept, but I'm just not quite sure where to begin. What if I try something and I don't like it? What if I go to the gym and I feel like a weirdo and I feel like I just don't really know where to begin? What would you, what would you tell them uh, basically on what, what can they do to get started today? Well, I would tell people to, to, tr like I said, th try a lot of different passions, but you know, it, it's, it's really being open to finding something that resonates with who you are at the core of your being. And, and it may take some time to find that, but it's also a fun experience too, because, you know, maybe you would like to try the gardening thing, maybe try, try all, all different kinds of things, yeah. but try to just, just be open yeah. to exploring new ideas and opportunities and just, you know, instead of just totally discounting something, go, well, I never thought about that. Let me take a look at that. Maybe I'd yeah. like that. And then yeah. try that. And if it yeah. doesn't work, that's okay. But you're making the effort. It's a journey. It's it's trying to figure out what it is that moves your soul. And you will find that. You will find that if, you, if you're open to doing it. But it takes a little bit of just getting off your butt and lacing your shoes up and going out and doing it. That's yeah. just, you know. No, I love it. I think you're exactly right. So this has been so awesome. I just love talking to other people in the health and fitness space. And the fact that you're a competitor was just like icing on the cake. Um, where can people find you, Martin? Well, they can uh, find me at Instagram at, at martinpig, M-A-R-T-I-N-P-I-G-G, or you can go to my website, martinpig.com. Okay. And do you have any any anything coming up that you want to tell my audience about or? Well, there's, there's a lot of things uh, you can check out on Instagram. You can check out my link tree uh -huh. uh, bio, on my bio. There's a lot of things in there. Mm -hmm. And um, 
right now I'm, I'm currently working on a book and I've got, I've got one that's about ready to come out right now and a second one on the way. So awesome. I will keep you apprised of that. Please do let us, and we'll have you back on a, for a future show and, and we can have another conversation. Thank um, you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Allison. It's been a pleasure. Awesome. So if anyone out there is listening and wants to connect with Martin, please do so. You can reach out to him at either his Instagram handle or through his website, and you can find all those links in the show notes below. Um, So you can head to his website if you want to learn a little bit more about him. And if you are an entrepreneur or a coach in the health, fitness, or wellness space, maybe you have a brick and mortar practice, maybe you have gone all online, or maybe you're trying to figure out how to do both, the hybrid business model is the way of the future. Not only does that give you more flexibility and strength and agility, if you will, um, but it also allows you to reach more people and to really have more freedom in your life. And that's, in my opinion, that's really what our industry is all about. And if that's you, I want to invite you to come and join my um, Innovate and Grow for Fitness, Health and Wellness Entrepreneurs on Facebook. Um, I do live masterclasses in there regularly, and we're all about just sharing really relevant information on how we can really use the online space better. And I say that this is this is so key because there are more people than ever online right now. And there are more people than ever that really need us and need what we do. And if that's you, and if you're not in the health and wellness and coaching space, go over and join my other Facebook group, Living Your Ultimate Life Through Fitness and Self-Care. And you can get some easy day-to-day tips on how to approach what it is that you're doing. Um, We do have several retreat experiences coming up. We're going to be putting our 2023 calendar out very soon. Uh, We're going to kick off January and take a group to St. Lucia. If that interests you, please reach out to me at allison at cufitness.com, and I can give you all the relevant information um, that you like. So I just want to say again how grateful I am for all of your support of the show and of my mission and everything that we are doing to help make this world a better place. Um, I just feel really called to really encourage all of you to really think about the conversation that Martin and I just had about purpose and about um, thinking about what that what it is that's really exciting and passionate for you to pursue in your life, because it's really never too late to start. This is Allison Katzkowski with The Ultimate Journey of Self-Care. You're one step closer to living your ultimate life, so make it a good one. 